Welcome to Wasted Potential Podcast. I am Ronnie, and today I'm going to ramble about a movie I just saw. That movie is called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Okay, The Wolf of Snow Hollow is a 2020 horror comedy, dramedy type of film directed by Jim Cummings. He also wrote and stars in this film and i guess a little information about my taste in film i know if you listen to this podcast your uh, assumptions is i only watch uh, movies about you know trauma uh, assault and terrible gory things happening to people but it's not everything i watch um i also like horror movies uh so my wife and i watch a lot of horror movies and um back in 2020 i remember when this movie came out on demand during COVID, my wife and I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, ah, no, this looks stupid, because I like me a good horror movie, I like me a small town movie, I like me, like, werewolf movies, I think it's just like, they're always a little bit kind of trashy, they're violent, and they're kind of silly, but the, the metaphor of, like, the beast within, and hiding, you know, amongst innocent people not knowing what's going on there they can hide in daylight it's always a cool concept to me i've always kind of liked those so my wife and i watched trailer for this and i was like this just seems ridiculous like like the tone of the trailer was really weird i couldn't tell if it was serious or not so then we put it aside so then a couple months later my wife and i are just kind of looking for something to watch and then on um our recommended watches for you on amazon prime uh this movie popped up again i was like okay watch trailer i was like i don't know but it's only like 83 minutes. I was like, okay, it's short. It's why not to watch it. And then watch the movie, and I'm like, okay, I don't think I like this. And then I started to really, really enjoy it. At first, I was like, eh, but then I really started to enjoy it. So the synopsis is kind of a, a classic one a small town a sheriff whose life is kind of falling apart, alcoholic, um, some drama with his dad, who's also the sheriff. Uh, he's a deputy. Uh, his daughter hates him, ex-wife hates him, so kind of, you know, cliche kind of backstory of a character. But then he's thrown into, like, this grisly murder happens, and this small town is not equipped to kind of handle this. So then he kind of takes, because it falls, the, the responsibility for the, the solving the case falls on him because his dad is sick and slowly retiring as sheriff so that he's, it's all assumed he'll be the next sheriff, but he's obviously not responsible enough or ready to handle the responsibility. So he has to deal with this grisly murder on his own, and it kind of requires him to take responsibility for his past actions, for his current actions, and kind of accept things when they are difficult. It all takes place in this small town, Utah, but movie about Utah, not a single Mormon in it, at least as far as I know. Maybe this is some kind of cash cow for the Mormon church, but I don't know. It says, fuck, there's not hardcore sex, but there's some sex... There's violence, so sneaky, sneaky Mormons. I really enjoyed the the tone of this film. It's it's, it's a good horror comedy. It's really funny. I laugh out loud sometimes, and then all the horror is taken seriously. And the the comedy mostly comes from the sheriff. He's like an asshole. He's an error, not the sheriff. Um, the deputy, our main character, John. He's an asshole, and like he's super snarky and talks back to people, and like people don't respect him at all, and he kind of just lashes out like a an angry teenager because his character is very immature. But um, the entire um, town thinks it's a werewolf because the uh, the murder was done so grisly. They find some um, some fur and tracks, 
And uh, he's just a staunch, like, this is not a werewolf. Werewolves do not exist. This is not re- reality. Or maybe it's a werewolf. You know, I've been watching a lot of History Channel lately. No, and- Chavez, it's... A- Sorry, everybody. Let me just make this perfectly clear. There is no such thing as werewolves. They're imaginary. Our killer is a guy. And I'm going to find him, and I'm going to kill... And we're going to bring him to justice. Legally... And together. She has Paul Prince in here. Yeah, sorry, Chavez. Please enlighten us. Did you take forensic psychology at your college online? But everyone else is around him is like incompetent. So it's kind of like a small town, goofy Twin Peaks kind of feel with all the the other officers. They don't, they, uh, they're conspiracy theorists and they're just terrible and lazy at their jobs. There's a great scene where the, um, John, our, our protagonist, has to fire a deputy for. Uh, leaking information and so it's all the humor kind of comes with that small town stuff and it's juxtaposed with the brutal horror things kind of going on so like it doesn't linger on the horror but the bodies are terribly mutilated that you don't get too much visual but it's taken seriously like uh john takes it seriously and uh, he starts his life starts falling apart because of this then it gets personal and then um there's twists and turns along the way but it's um you, you got to be able to kind of tolerate deadpan kind of humor and maybe a little, you know, pretentious up its own assery. The main character, John, is the writer-director, and he's very adept of, like, of um, uh, cinematography and capturing that tone of, like, one scene is this goofy kind of fistfight scene with uh, John's beating up his deputy. The next scene is, like, a grisly murder and for the most part, it kind of keeps the balance of horror and comedy really well. Like, uh, I'm a big horror comedy fan, so I love Gremlins. I love the zany kind of nonsense anarchy of Gremlins. I also love American uh, Werewolf in London, where, like, the comedy is kind of back and forth between the two characters. And there's also, like, a love story in the middle there. But this one kind of just... The main character is an asshole. He's just an arrogant asshole, and he kind of learns the kind of... This, not be so much of a dick and kind of give up and on things. And then, so that's, it's kind of a fun little plot premise. The only problem with it is it's a mystery, but it's not one you can solve. Like, uh, I've seen it twice. I re- just rewatched it for this review. The first time I had to go back and like, be like, wait, wait, what? So I had to kind of go back. Cause I think I missed something. I didn't really miss it. It's just kind of subtle, but also kind of obvious where it's going. But they, they, they throw some red herrings at you. So it's not really a, a depth, you know, really in-depthful mystery. But it's, it's a really fun, like, horror comedy, though. So if you're looking for a good mystery, it's kind of obvious where it's going. And the red herrings are a little obvious, too. But it's still fun. There's uh, this one scene with tone, which is my favorite thing about this. Doesn't really work for me. Well, it's actually two, but it starts off a little very weird to me. Like, it starts... Uh, the film starts off with the murder of... Um, a young woman, she and her boyfriend are kind of get like a, a getaway for the evening. The boyfriend's played by Jimmy Tatro. I don't know, Petro Tatro. Jimmy Tatro. If you don't know who that is, he's like a, a YouTube and Vine personality. He was in American Vandal, a very funny kind of fake documentary on Netflix. Interesting, because uh, I see no alcohol and I see no girls. So either you're a magician and you're going to pull them both out of your fucking hat, or you guys are going to turn around and finish sucking each other off. Is everything chill because it's cool? Is everything cool because it's chill? That's funny, because I feel like things just got a little heated in a non-temperature kind of way. 
He's known for playing, uh, he plays like a, an ironic kind of douchey frat guy in his videos. Is always that kind of like realizing he's kind of making fun of himself. And in this one, he plays super serious kind of guy. And I don't think it works for him. Like he's not funny, but he, his acting persona is just kind of a funny looking character. Maybe just, I just know who he is outside of this. And like, this doesn't really work for me. So the first 10 minutes involve the murder with his girlfriend. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this, but then it immediately kind of cuts into the main character and he kind of takes over the show and it's really good. Once it's following him though, that's just a personal kind of gripe thing. A scene that really doesn't work for me though is, um, uh, for the horror and the comedy is, uh, the, the one of the victims is being attacked and it's very well done, really well shot to keep the, um, the, the killer and, you know, out of focus and keep that creepy tension of what's going on. But then it cuts halfway through the horror scene to go to John's getting reamed down by his ex-wife who's saying he's terrible, he's a piece of shit and all this stuff. And they're kind of fighting this, but it's played for humor. Oh no, our expectations of you are very low. She is 17 and starting college with a gymnastics scholarship. It is a big deal. I need to make sure you're going to be there. Yes. Brittany, I'm going to be there, okay? How much coffee have you had today? Can we not do this at Bonanza's? Jesus Christ, I have a nicer time at Abu Ghraib. Thank you so much. What? Oh. But, and then it goes back to the murder. So it goes kind of back and forth. And that doesn't really work for me because I get it. They're both being attacked, but one's like horrifying and one's humorous. So I don't think that works for me, but the rest of, rest of it balances out kind of the comedy, the horror, and the the drama. There is some drama in this uh, about families falling apart. The next thing I really love about this is the characters. All the characters are great. John's excellent, the main character. Um, there's, there's a lot of great characters in this. One of the officers, his name is uh, Officer Robson, played by um, Ricky Lindholm. She's excellent. She's like the only competent police officer in the entire like department. She kind of goes by the book and does those things. And like she kind of keeps the department afloat, but she's very professional, does a job, right? But then she's also got this kind of fun sense of humor um, as well. Who's like, she's not just uptight. She's like a, a full-fledged actual character who's funny and goofy. So she's a great character. She's fun. She kind of helps John along the way because John's falling apart. Shout out to the great legend, Robert Forrester. An actor passed away a couple years ago, but he's excellent. Uh, I think it's one of his last roles. The film was dedicated to him. So that's great. You can see him. He plays a cantankerous old man like he always does nowadays, but it reminded me of his role in Twin Peaks, kind of, or like uh, he takes over for his brother's got cancer and it's kind of sad that he's his last roles as well but like he's playing a sheriff again like Robert Forrester usually does good guys locking up the bad guys as the old crowd yeah I remember bank robbery in 1979 got the head man on the phone he was so mad got his daughter down here put her on the bullhorn he cried like a baby went to pieces they marched out single file hands in the air that was 40 something years ago went like that I'm going to have a hard time getting my generation off the stage. Willie Nelson's still doing concerts. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Dad, Willie Nelson is a guitar player, and he's not doing a lot of heavy police work. This is scary. It's new. I never saw a body like that. It's a murder. It's nothing new. Treat it like a murder. You get the team together, all right? You get all the guys together, you handle them, I'll handle everything else. 
and uh, he's great in it. It's a cool like little last send off. It is sad that you know this kind of happens like you know older actors play people who are dying and then they soon die afterwards. So it's like ah, oh, that's kind of sad. That kind of real world reflection of reality there. So nothing in depthful here, but if you like yourself some horror comedy, something laid back. It's only eighty five minutes. It's silly. It's got um it, it shoots all the horror really well. It takes the horror seriously. And it's got a great lead, great supporting characters. It's fun. It's a fun little short horror comedy. So go ahead, check that out. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Email us if you want to join our own Woodsboro Sheriff's Department uh, at podcastwithpotential at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to um, subscribe and follow, uh, follow our channel on YouTube. Appreciate that. Last but not least, go check out the Wolf of Snow Hollow. I enjoyed it so much. I'm going to be going through this uh, director's uh, filmography and check out, see if there's any other little hidden gems there. Okay. That's it. Ugh. Okay, thank God that's over. I can go back to my snuff films. Mm-hmm.